Good morning and welcome to Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet. Today I am going to continue on with my theme of uh, Paul's first trio. And um, we're going to start with uh, Charles Brackeen and David Isenson, and then we're going to get into Paul, Charles Brackeen, and J.F. Jenny Clark. And they've got a bunch of other stuff in between. Um, and I had a couple of questions um, this week by email that I think probably other people are wondering about too. So I'll just uh, answer them on the air. The first one was about the pronunciation of Paul's last name. Someone noticed that I always say Modian and they knew him as Motion. And I will say that both pronunciations are correct in that um, I sort of debated which one to use for the show because I think a lot of his fans know him as Motion. Um, but Modian is sort of the real pronunciation that I grew up, that's how we always said our name. So, um, but then in the 70s, somebody started calling Paul, Paul Motion. And he told me that, you know, he kind of got tired of correcting them and then he thought about it and he thought that that was a really great name for a drummer. So he um, started using it himself. And I actually just came across a note in one of the notebooks I've been reading from from um, 1978 where he says my name is pronounced motion and he put an exclamation point after it so that could be exactly when he made the hard decision to change it. Um, and the other question was someone wanted to know if the autobiography that I'm reading from is available to purchase and it is currently unpublished but I hope someday to see it published. So that's that. And I'm going to start by reading from Ethan Iverson's liner notes that he wrote for the um, five-CD box set that ECM put out, Paul Modian. Um, they put that out about, oh, I think it was in 2012 when it came out. And it's um, the first uh, five recordings that Paul did for ECM. So Ethan Iverson writes here about the time that I'm going to be playing the music of today. After the Jarrett group disbanded, Modian tried out leading his first working band, a trio with saxophone and bass that played several European festivals. Charles Burkeen was an inter interesting choice. Like Carlos Ward, he comes from the network of post-ornet horn players. The 1968 Brackeen album Rhythm X with Cherry, Hayden, and Blackwell is a superb document of the Coleman School. On dance, the Coleman connection is furthered by the presence of David Isenson, a bassist whose most familiar work is in the Ornette Trio with Charles Moffat. It's a collection of important idiosyncr idiosyncratic musicians who, apart from Modian, lack extensive discographies. Indeed, dance is not just Isenson's only album from the 70s, but his final commercial recording. Brackeen is from Oklahoma, and he shares something of that southwestern cry that characterized Dewey Redmond. Modian loved playing with Redmond with Jarrett, so hiring Brackeen was a logical consequence. Brackeen remembers playing with this trio as a fantastic experience, and that's in quotes. We rehearsed at my studio in New York or on tour in Europe. The music was accurate, simple, enjoyable, and interesting. Paul was very experienced and was a spectacular arranger. There were no questions, end quote. 
During this time, Brackeen also became legendary for his street performances. That was an important part of my artistic expression. I would play for anybody and everybody, and they called me the man who talked through the horn. I found some mechanical monkey drummers at Christmas time. First, I made a costume and a hat for myself, and then I would dress the monkeys the way I was dressed, like a uniform. People would ask, what are you paying your band? Or what kind of batteries are you using? It opened the history up. At first, I was playing standards like Over the Rainbow, Sunny Side of the Street, and Summertime. But with the monkeys, it was better to make up songs. The police looked the other way, but it was against the law. I worried sometimes about how much money I made. It was a lot. Fifteen years I did that. They didn't have drum machines yet, but the rappers later seemed to understand what I was doing. Nobody copied me while I was there, yet two years after I left New York, they came out with rap. Um, that was a quote from Charles Brackeen. From the opening notes of Walt's song, it is easy to imagine not just Brackeen, but the whole trio performing this cheerfully disorganized music on a street corner somewhere. The tracks with soprano, Walt's song, Calypso, Asia, and Lullaby are enigmatic character studies, while the tenor features, dance, and prelude let loose with full throttle blowing. Modian seems to have be having fun picking non-Sakitor non titles. There's no waltz anywhere, and Calypso has a taste of an AACM-style march. In the 60s, Isenson was often paired with other bassists. Usually, he was the one with the bow, and Lullaby gives him a chance to reference those years via an overdub. So I'm going to start today's show with a waltz song, which is from the album Dance. And as an interesting side note, uh, Paul originally was going to call this song Walt's Chant.
Waltz song, a Palmodian composition from the CD Dance. And I'm playing from the um, five box CD set that ECM put out in 2012. That was recorded in 1977. Palmodian drums, Charles Brackeen on saxophone, and David Isenson on bass. And uh, that's a, a tune that I haven't seen that anyone else has recorded. Not quite sure why. It's pretty nice. And it was originally titled Waltz Chant. Now I'm going to read from Paul's autobiography. The trio existed until the summer of 1980, and we made four European tours during that time. Bassist Arlid Anderson replaced David in 1978 for a short tour of Europe, and J.F. Jenny Clark played bass with us in 1979 and 1980. J.F. was a beautiful, wonderful player and an exceptionally great arco player. I was very saddened when I heard of his untimely death in 1998. Two recordings is, exist on the ECM label, Dance with David and Charles, 1977, and Le Voyage with JF in 1979. Um, and those books that I read from last time that I'm going to read some more from this week, uh, they're sort of like tour books, and it, it was a pretty, some pretty intensive touring that they did all over Europe. Um, and this is an excerpt from Paul's autobiography. Um, about Charles Brackeen and touring. You can't take all those bags on the plane, Brackeen was told. It was the beginning of our second European tour, and Charles showed up at the airport with two saxophones and two suitcases. Finally, after lots of arguing, I watched Brackeen open his bags and switch some items from one bag to another. He had cans of food, cooking utensils, toilet paper, potatoes. I couldn't believe all the BP had. The bags got checked in and we were on our way. Our bass player, Harold Anderson, lived in Oslo and we were to meet him there. We arrived in Oslo, went to the hotel, and after checking in, I went to Brakeen's room to make sure he was okay. Man, my small bottle of soy sauce broke, he said. All my clothes are messed up. I had to wash everything. Charles' room looked like a laundry. All his clothes were hanging up on clotheslines all around the room. I'm sorry, Charles. I hope everything will be all right. The next day, the hotel manager was knocking on my door. Mr. Modian, your friend was cooking fish in his room, and now my hotel smells of fish. We have our own restaurant and cannot allow cooking in the room. I'm sorry, I said. I'll make sure it doesn't happen again. Please, Mr. Modian, otherwise I'll have to ask you to leave. We did leave the next day. It was the beginning of our European tour. So uh, I thought that was kind of funny. And um, in Paul's journals, he's, he, he notes all this stuff about extra baggage charges. And then he puts in parentheses, you know, Brackeen, because I, I guess he took a lot of stuff with him. So next I am going to play um, Lullaby, which is also from the dance album and then following that I'm going to play the tune which was called Inspiration from a Vietnamese Lullaby which was on Paul's first recording uh, for ECM Conception Vessel. So they are the same tune but he shortened the title. Thank you. 
That was inspiration from a Vietnamese lullaby, a Palmodian composition from Conception Vessel, his first um, album as leader, put out in 1972 on ECM Records. Keith Jarrett on piano, Leroy Jenkins on violin, Charlie Hayden on bass, Sam Brown on guitar, and Becky Friend on flute, and Paul Modian on drums. And before that, we heard Lullaby, which is um, the same song with a shortened title from Dance with the 1977 ECM album. Charles Burkeen on saxophone, David Isenson on bass, and Paul Modian on drums. And I want to remind you that you're listening to Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet on WRFR Rockland, Maine, 93.3 FM, and streaming online at wrfr.org. And I also want to thank my sponsor, the Camden Conference. I think I forgot to thank them at the beginning. Um, and so I'm going to read a little bit from Paul's notebook again, and then I'm going to read from um, the liner notes by Ethan Iverson. So this is from the 1978 record book. Uh, Isenson out of trio. Too difficult for David Isenson because of his family. Cannot travel. And um, and also, I, he was a psychologist, so he's had a full-time job doing that also. Um, so then on the next page, uh, Paul writes, Paul Modian Trio, Charles Burkeen, Charlie Hayden, bass, but then that's crossed out, and it says, um, Harold Anderson, bass. I don't know if you remember last week that Charlie was supposed to join the trio earlier, too, and that didn't work out. But they do play together in the future quite a bit. So this is from Ethan Iverson's notes. Dance is distinctive, but Leur Voyage is better. From the first notes, the group sounds more confident. If Isenson was connected to Ornette, J.F. Jenny Clark was connected to Don Cherry, appearing on several of the trumpeter's albums in the 60s. During the 70s, Jenny Clark had become a major force in European jazz. The year before Le Voyage, he had appeared on Enrico Rava's wonderful ECM record quartet. A natural musician, Jenny Clark is related to Hayden in spirit and harmonic angle, although the tone and phrasing comes more from the Gary Peacock school. Uh, according to Brackeen, Harold Anderson also played in the trio on tour. During Brackeen's soprano improvisation on Folk Song for Rosie, Modian moves from free tempo to banging out his canonical crude swing on trashy China cymbal. Again, not every drummer commands both worlds as convincingly as Modian. The highlight of the album is Brackeen's fervent, multi-hued, unaccompanied tenor cadenza on Abacus, which seems to be the dead intersection of Albert Ayler and Dewey Redman. There's really too little of Brackeen on record. Few other jazz bassists would attempt the tricky melody of Kabbalah with a bow. Later on in the track, the premiere recording of drum music is stated rather slowly, especially if you know it as the raging sign-off theme concluding countless later Modian sets at the Village Vanguard. Drum music is notated in 5-4. That doesn't really seem to matter for the free phrasing, but Paul said it was inspired by 5, the abstract Bill Evans tune, recorded on New Jazz Conceptions. 
Only on the sunflower does Brekin's tenor finally intertwine with Jenny Clark's and Modian's shape-shifting time. With this kind of music, it is incorrect to say there is a Brekin solo. Once the head is over, there is a trio of equals. Everyone's phrases follow naturally, and Modian even graces us with a little bit of clunky swing. The title track returns to soprano and a more spacey ambiance, perfect for Martin Weiland to capture every nuance. Le Voyage should be better known. It's surely one of the best jazz albums of 1979. So now I'm going to go on a little drum music rant, I'll call it. Um, we're going to start out with the um, recording from Le Voyage.
That was Russ Lossing with Paul Modian's composition, Drum Music, um, from his 2011 release on Sunnyside Records, and the title of the CD is Drum Music. And before that, we heard Kabbalah Drum Music from Segments, um, which was a 1989 DIW CD, Paul Modian Drums, Jerry Allen on piano, and Charlie Hayden on bass. And at the top of the set, we heard Kabbalah drum music from Le Voyage, 1979 ECM, with Paul Modian on drums, Charles Brackeen on saxophone, and J.F. Jenny Clark on bass. Um, I don't know if uh, Ethan Iverson knew this, but I thought it was pretty interesting. So in Paul's notebook here, when he's working out ideas for his next album, which was Le Voyage, he really was thinking about calling the album drum music, and um, but I guess he decided against it. Um, so he has all these notes about it. Um, and so album title, drum music, side one. Drum music, trio with Burkine, Hayden, or Fred Williams. Um, when they got back from the European tour, it looks like a bassist named Fred Williams um, joined the trio for a while. And they also had uh, Michael Gregory Jackson playing guitar sometimes. Um, and then the second song, folk song, duet with Jarrett, use percussion instruments, dumbeg, that's an Armenian drum. And then the third song is Abacus, trio with Burkine, Hayden, or Fred Williams, gongs, percussion for drum solo. Um, and then... He's also thought about um, having voice on side two. Voice begins, woman's voice with a Muslim prayer song. Never heard a woman singing Muslim prayer songs before. Can be short rhythms, African pieces. Um, so these are just, you know, sax solo, bass and drums after melody, just different ideas. Um, and when we come back after the top of the hour, I'm going to play, um, I'm going to continue with drum music. I hope you don't mind. I've got a, a live recording that's unreleased from 1988 with uh, Paul, Joe Lovano, and Bill Frizzell um, in Montpelier, France. <laughs>
that was drum music, Palmodian composition, um, from a live recording of the Palmodian Trio in Montpelier, France, on November 26, 1988. Palmodian on drums, Joe Lovano on saxophone, and Bill Frizzell on guitar. And uh, that's an unreleased recording, so unless you were there, you probably haven't heard it before. So I'm going to read a little more from the 1978 notebook. Um, so this is after the uh, European tour with uh, Harold Anderson and Charles Brackeen. And um, Paul's working, you know, uh, doing rehearsals and making notes about the next album, which was Lord Voyage. So he was thinking of calling it drum music. It says, drum music, folk song for piano and drums. Abacus, Queen Anne's Voyage, and Boomerang. So Le Voyage was originally going to be titled Queen Anne's Voyage. And um, he's got for names of people playing on the album, Paul Modian, Charles Brackeen, um, Fred Williams, who was a bassist, and Michael Gregory Jackson, who uh, was a guitarist, and Keith Jarrett, and it says ECM Records, and obviously Keith didn't come on board, and neither did Fred or Michael. I don't really know much about them. Um, I probably should do a little Googling to find out. And then um, on the very last page of this um, book, he also, um, it looks like he was getting back in touch with Bill Evans. He went and had dinner with him, and um, I think they had been not spoken to each other for like a dozen years or something. Um, and then on the last page, it says, Paul Modian drum music, title not good. He wrote that in later. And then uh, Charlie Hayden will be available. <laughs> and uh, Charles Brickeen, Then, it, but then it says Fred Williams bass, Keith Jarrett piano, Michael Gregory Jackson guitar. And then, I don't know, I think he was thinking about maybe a photo for the album here. It says, Bicycle Riders Headpiece, Hockey Goalie Mask or Other Masks, Check It Out, Sports Stores, etc. So um, that's when he started thinking about having a guitarist in the band. And um, that became Bill Frizzell eventually. So next, um, I am going to continue on with drum music. I hope you don't mind. There's so many good versions. This is from Lost in a Dream, 2009 CD from ECM Records.
Thank you very much. Jason Moran on piano, Chris Potter on saxophone. Thank you. Thank you.
was drum music, a Palmodian composition, done um, for the CD String Choir, the music of Palmodian. That's a 2010 Sunnyside release. And um, it, Joel Harrison has done some really interesting work with Paul's compositions um, and arranging them for string instruments. And that entire CD is, um, let's see, it's got 12 of Paul's songs on it. Uh, you should check it out. And th that is Christian Howes and Sam Bardfeld on violins, Matt Maneri and Peter Ugrin on viola, Dana Leong, I don't know how you say that, I think it's violoncello, and Joel Harrison and Liberty Elman on guitars. Pardon my pronunciations. And before that, we heard drum music from Lost in a Dream, a uh, live recording for ECM Records in 2009, with Paul on drums, Chris Potter on saxophone, and Jason Moran on piano. And that's the end of my drum music rant. And next I'm going to read a little bit more from um, another journal. This is the 1979 journal that um, Paul kept. And... Um, he lists on here, I wish I had this book a few months ago when I was filing his compositions because he, he wrote in here later um, the thing, the titles, how they changed. So here's um, a recording in January with Charles Burkeen. Go over music for recording, drum music, Tangram, then in parentheses it later he wrote, became folk song for Rosie, and Queen Anne's Voyage um, became Le Voyage and Boomerang. And then uh, this is, I think this is from, I think they were on another European tour here. And he wrote these quotes that uh, Charles Burkeen said, so Friday, February 23rd, uh, in quotes, you said no more music and zip, the lights went out. You didn't dig that, did you? And that's a quote from Charles Burkeen. I'm not really sure what happened. But then on Saturday, February 24th, and then Charles said, silence for a long time. Hello? Hello? Oh, I was waiting for you to speak, and you were waiting for me to speak? Oh, that's what took so long. <laughs> and then later on, he writes, rehearse new music. Start writing for a quartet. Add guitar. Uh, Paul Modian Quartet with Charles Burkeen, J.F. Jenny Clark, Michael Gregory Jackson again. And then on October 9th, they have a rehearsal at Paul's apartment. And he makes all these little notes. Um, Burn Nix on guitar. That's a name I never heard before. J.F. on bass and Burkeen on saxophone. Pick up Burn Nixon Burkeen at the studio on 23rd Street at 2.30 p.m. Tape the rehearsal. $5 for taxi for Charles and Burn to return to 23rd Street. And, you know, he, Paul keeps all his notes on here. I think he used those for taxes, but I think it turned out to be kind of illegal. You need the actual receipts. <laughs> Tape of rehearsal, side B. Conception Vessel, Victoria, folk song for Rosie. Received phone call from Carl Berger that David Isenson died. Um, 
And so that was really sad. I guess David had a kind of a heart problem. And when he left his apartment one day in New York, he saw um, a man breaking into his car like a block or two down the street. And he started running down there to stop him. And he had a heart attack and he died. So another tragic early death. There was a lot of them in Paul's life. And then on the very last page of this book, Paul writes, piano is a percussion instrument. I thought that was kind of interesting. So next I'm going to play folk song for Rosie, which was originally titled Tangram. This is from Le Voyage.
You are listening to WRFR Community Radio 93.3 FM and streaming online at WRFR.org. This is Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet, the music of Paul Modian. And I guess I have a new sponsor, I just heard. So I want to thank my sponsor, The Leather Bench um, in Camden. I believe they are right on Main Street. Um, you just heard Folk Song for Rosie from Le Voyage, 1979 ECM release that I've been featuring today. And I'm going to uh, read a, a little bit more. Paul was touring pretty hard during this time. This is from his 1980 notebook. And here's sort of kind of just one of those days I'm going to read through. So Sunday, July 13th. Breakfast in the hotel in Nimes. Met Gatto and Michael. Begin drive to Munich. Leave Nimes 10, 11 a.m. Drive from Nimes to Lyon to Dijon to Germany. Arrive Lyon 2, 2.30. Drive JF to Lyon train station. Continue drive alone towards Munich. Leave Lyon around 2, 3 p.m. I missed the turnoff before Dijon. Drove through the French countryside to Bessencon, back on the highway to Mulhouse. Dove, drove through the town of Mulhouse. Could not find hotel. Continued drive, partly lost, to Freiburg. Through the border into Germany. Rain starts again. Continued driving to Karlsbuhl. I'm not sure if I'm probably pronouncing these all wrong. Got lost again. Could not find hotel. In Karlsruhe, continued driving all the way to Munich, rain, night driving, trucks, stopped at park places two or three times for catnaps. Monday, July 14th, continued drive to Munich, taxi, $10. Karlsruhe to Stuttgart to Munich, arrived Munich at 5 a.m., Thomas's house, sleep a few hours, woke up at 8 a.m., Change $20 to Marks at the bank. Have some coffee at Marketplace. Received a letter from Anus. I'm not sure who that is. Uh, buy large manila envelope. Two. One for music, two for papers. Walking around. Buy newspaper. Catnap. Dinner at Thomas. Dinner with Thomas at Greek restaurant. Um, I think he was getting a little tired of touring here. So before this that kind of all-night driving thing. He was happy to end the tour that they did ahead of time. Um, but then he has, you know, check-in hotel, great. Dinner at the hotel restaurant, mutton, really good. Early to bed, big jazz festival here in Nimes. And then um, at the end of that tour, I guess he ended that trio, and he says in his book, new band after almost four years of trio. Um, so, and he played with different people that, um, I think they were, the guitarists came on that tour. Uh, Kenny Wheeler played trumpet, it looks like, sometimes. The Steve Dobro goes on piano. Um, so I think the, the band changed up a bit. I don't know. I, I should research that more. So next I am going to play a little abacus set. And we're going to start out with the version from Le Voyage. Mm-hmm. 
Abacus from the CD Respect, and that is Henry Texier on acoustic bass, Paul Modian on drums, Lee Konitz on alto saxophone, Steve Swallow on electric bass, and Bob Brookmeyer on valve trombone. Uh, it's a 1997 uh, label blue release. And if you have questions, comments, or suggestions, you can check out jazzcloset.blogspot.com. I'll try to have the podcast up uh, later this afternoon. Uh, next week, uh, May 16th, I will be out of town. But since I have a bunch of shows now, I'm going to play a rerun. So you can still tune in. Um, and the good news is that this month, May, has five Fridays. So I will be back with another new show on May 23rd. I didn't get to all the music I had. I think I spoke too much this time. So I'll probably be continuing on with this. And, and I also have um, some other recordings that Paul did at this time. And uh, thanks for listening. And to take us to the top of the hour, I'm going to play uh, one more version of Abacus. This is from Untold Story. 1993 IDA Records from Paris, and it's Paul Modian on drums, and Rico Pyrenunzi on piano, and Mark Johnson on bass. <laughs> 